Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, hello, my little eager beavers, <laughs> our little reaver, readers, front and centre, ready for question time here in Ghost of Boyfriend's Pass. You join us on a quickie, that's a quickie episode. Yeah, it's a question scene mini-sode here on Ghost of Boyfriend's Past. I'm Tom Harris. Across from me is Elizabeth Best. That's me. And you are all hell eager beavers today. Uh, what's with the beavers? I don't know. When, just, when did, just, just everyone's a beaver in, today? It just popped into my head. And it's a term I'm carrying around evidently. Now, Elizabeth. Yes. We don't want to waste these people's time. We're going to get into some questions. Right. I want to know uh, or explore the idea, at least, uh, behind dating against your type in the, ah. in the effort. To, so the logic being, if you only like men between 185 and 187 centimetres and uh, they have to have jet black hair and they have to have emerald eyes and they have to be a doctor, et cetera, et cetera. You're only, you're limiting yourself to... I was going to be like, can you find me that man? Yes. <laughs> well, no, maybe, <laughs> mayhaps I not. The The point being, if you if you have a very narrow uh, dating pool of people that right. you want to date, you're missing out on 95% that of the correct. population. So instead of going, no, I only want to date a, a brunette, so dating against theory, type. I think you should always date against your type mm. because people can surprise you. But in practice, that's really hard. Yeah, because <laughs> I get certainly attracted to a certain type of person, and then my best friend's like Liz. He looks like your ex, and I'm like, shut up, he does not. <laughs> and then the next one's like, that reminds me of your dad, and I'm like, shut up, it does not. Um, and and like you can't help what you're attracted to. But yes. what I will say is if you immediately go on a date with someone and you're like, oh, they're not really my type, maybe give them at least two or three dates mm. before you make that call. Because, I mean, a very close friend of mine uh, was dating somebody who wasn't super her type and now they're madly in love. So, you know, it it, it happens all the time. And, in fact, um, I went to a little lunch, I think I mentioned before, that Bumble held uh, at the end of last year. And one of the dating trends of 2023 is dating against your type ah, because go. it's going to it, it helps people find people that they wouldn't order and obviously it hasn't worked out with with your type otherwise you wouldn't be dating still mm. yes so that's true open your heart to somebody else uh, yeah you're just shaving down the amount of people that you could ever possibly and then so you have five percent of the population but then of that group that's left over some of them are taken, some of them aren't just, some of them are gay or, or bi, whatever. So I think you figure you? out what your hard boundaries are mm. and as long as it's not crossing any of the absolute deal breakers, give them a what about date, What about dating again, or knowing what you don't want? Oh, I know what I don't right? want. Right, and not going for that. Is that easier? I think, I think yeah, it's, it's knowing what's an absolute deal breaker for you and giving everything else benefit of the doubt for a, a hot second before you write but it off. Absolutely, maybe. I agree that it's hard to... Uh, you know what you like your uh, body shapes or 
hair colors or I you it's hard to step away from those things mm. that you like but I but probably probably worth a little bit of worthwhile with wisdom to 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 to, to, to at least to try to mm. Mm. dating against your type so my question for the quickie is not something that was written in but it's a conversation that I had with somebody a couple of weeks ago sure how long do you work on a relationship before you decide that it is or isn't for you? Like, mm. I guess it, it's one of those difficult ones, like how long is a piece of string, yes. really, right? But a friend of mine is in a quite difficult relationship and they're like kind of umming and ahhing at what point do they need to call it. And I thought that was a really interesting topic that we've not really touched on. It is. A, it's a fascinating question because I don't th- – and it uh, instinctively it doesn't feel like there's one answer. Uh, how long have you been in the relationship for? I mean, if it's if it's three weeks, it's probably easier to do than mm. if it's been nine, nine, ten years with someone to suddenly that sunk cost fallacy where you – the more time you spent putting in a relationship and – committing to a relationship and putting effort into a relationship well then the more you want to justify absolutely bringing it back or be, I bring have it back been around there many times welcome mm. to my entire dating history what was the exact question how long do you try how long would you like how and and i think it's actually a bit of a uh misworded question yeah, misguided. it's less how long and more you know, what would you try? Like, how many things would you try? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you mm. can't sit there and go, six months. But you can say, well, if I've tried this, this and this and it's still not working, then... Or how how much effort or time are you do you expect or want from you and your partner mm. to fix to fix something? I, I did don't... talk to my psychologist mother mm. about uh, something similar. Not the same question, but something similar. And she said, you need to ask yourself three questions or only three questions when trying to decide what you want to do with a relationship right number one are your needs being met number two are they likely to be met number three can you accept that okay so three simple questions that's it you apply that if you try and roughly apply that to to this question that's got sent in without us having all the information of mm. course it, which always makes this these questions so a little bit some sticky. people are okay with their needs not being met in a relationship so if mm. they can accept that then they need to go the thing is with the acceptance of that you need to be like yes i accept it but also that means you don't challenge it anymore do you know what i mean yes, like you can't yes. keep beating a dead horse if you know your needs are never going to get met you can't keep getting cranky that they're not getting yes, met if absolutely. you've accepted that yes but yeah so it's just figuring out whether your needs are getting met if they're likely to get met mm. and if you're okay with that. And I yeah. think if you ask those three questions, you've got a fairly good idea of what you can and can't withstand and how long that would take to work through. I'd also like to know, but not asking, uh, dear reader, uh, is the, are these things or doubts that you can work through alone or is this something you can approach together? Uh, and is the other person willing to work on yeah, anything? Yeah, that's exactly right. Hmm. If the other person is like, everything's fine and you're like, no, it's not, and your insides are screaming, no, it's not, then someone else is not going to help you do the work then yeah i agree their needs aren't being met mm. <laughs> but as but i think early on i think we said there is no time frame i don't think it's there's very a- much a how long's a piece of string it's not like well i'm gonna give it six months you go you figure out how long you can stand mm. doing what you're doing or how much you want to work through before you make a call. Yeah, so give your, give yourself a year if you need a year, if you think you need a year. Or a but, list of tasks to do. But that that time, those tasks are still going to happen regardless. A year is still going to go by. Will it be a year with, the, 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 with a, in a failing relationship that 
that's only good, that you're only going to be banging your head against, bringing yourself more heartbreak, or we're in a, 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 a year, year of will, growth, a year maybe. of growth and reconnection. You know, so f- maybe figure out how much, how long you you want to commit into actually figuring this out. Yeah. All right, I'm going to give myself a week. You know, yeah. maybe that. We all know soul searching doesn't take twenty minutes. No. We've said this before many times. But uh, but there there is no. Uh, there is no time yeah. frame. I don't, I don't long, believe. However long your heart can stand it, mm. I guess. Mm. Good question, though. Very, very mm. interesting. Mm. I'd, I'd, if anyone has th- has thoughts or to respond in response to this question, maybe it's cropped up in your own life. Let write in and let us know. I, how long did it take you to figure out if you were st- if the relationship was going to keep happening and you were stay with it or you or you walked away and what steps did you take to to figure that out mm, mm, i'm uh, i'm sure and i hope some soul searching uh, it, it was all about uh all right. one more to keep bring to, us home have you now in dating a, uh, someone else have you ever have they ever had a hobby or an interest that you weren't interested in <laughs> but then during the course of a relationship you got flipped. It got flipped into. Yep. And now yes. that I'm out of the relationship, I'm way back out again. Oh, okay, she's back out. <laughs> <laughs> I got really into AFL. <laughs> oh, good. And you're not a sport person. No, I, I'm stop. like, look at the sports ball. Um, I I learned all the rules. I even had a supporters scarf. Um, look at you. I'm not telling you who I barracked for because you'll get mad at me. It wasn't Collingwood. It's fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I got really into it to the point where I was even watching like the Anzac Day match that they oh, do and, and the Indigenous round. And like I was I was fully into it. And I got really like full on cheering, spilling you. my beer. Um, but I genuinely liked it. And then as soon as there was no one to watch it with, I was like, why am I watching this by myself? This is stupid. Wow. And I gave up again. So the, that's interesting. I just want to unpick it a little bit because sport is such a – It's a tr- I'm a f- fan of football and it's a tribal thing. Once you your team and you're part of that tribe, yeah. that's that's the infection. That's what keeps you going. But So you didn't have – I was a bandwagon you. jumper, absolutely. Uh, but even my family got cranky at me because my family support um, – um, do, like a, a little, like not not hardcore, but my family like a bit of AFL, and mm. I picked none of their teams. That's fine. That's <laughs> I went straight to my boyfriend's team and was like, "That's my team." Plus, they had great colors, so I was like, uh, like "I'm the, into these like colors." The colors of the strip. Um, and which is surprising that I didn't support Collingwood because the black and white are totally my colors. But no, I didn't go with that. <laughs> um, yeah, but I so I was a little bit of a traitor to a few people in the family, and now that I don't give a shit about football again, everyone loves me. So it did happen to you, uh, someone with a hobby or an interest. Yeah. You went, I don't think so. Got yeah. in, but got it, got hooked even, in. Even even in that relationship, I fucking stayed up till three o'clock in the morning to watch World Cup soccer. Like yeah. I'm not well, a sports person, you to, but you better believe I was so fucking excited when the when Australia made it through to like damn right. finals or whatever. I don't even remember what happened, but Australia did something, been, and it was. It Right. Uh, it, it would At have been, three o'clock in the morning. Yep, in 2006. Are yeah. we going back that far? Yes, yep. actually, yes. That Very was exactly good. it. That was a really exciting time. It was. It is. <laughs> football's great. What about you? Nah. <laughs> You're like, hobbies? Fuck, no. No, not other people's interests. <laughs> I'll get to it. I'm sure there's been a ba- there'll be a band or two across the years, but I really don't think that I've ever been like, hey, that hobby, I think I'll try that. Nope, hasn't happened. I wonder if anyone's tried it. I'm trying to think now if any of yeah, my exes have converted. taken on any of my hobbies. Well, as as we'll give Elizabeth some thinking <gasps> music. You know what? 
My ex, who was staunchly against reality TV, got super into The Bachelor with uh, me to the point it. where where one of the couples that we really wanted to work out didn't work out in the finale one year. We literally went to bed really cranky and really upset, both of us. <laughs> He's like, I'm you. so mad. I'm so mad. I'm like, baby, I feel you. I am furious also. Your penis clearly, open, baby. he should have chosen Nikki. She's amazing. Like, Do you have an inkling that he would still watch really a reality TV show? I think he would secretly do it. Yeah, you reckon? I don't think he'd admit to it, but so it was him. like appointment view. Like he first going, this is ridiculous. And then he was like, what did Chantel just say? You know? <laughs> and it's fully on board. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So readers at home, did you have you had a hobby uh, turned over onto you that you didn't expect from a partner, from a loved one? Or did you did you inf- inflict a hobby on someone else <laughs> or an interest or a band or, a, or something? You know, love for an actor, love for a band, a, a, a Lego building, any anything. Uh, please let us know. Ghostsofboyfriendspast at gmail.com or any dating story, any piece of advice, any response to any question, send it in. We'd love to hear from you to have you on the show. Uh, jump on Facebook. We've got a, a group there, Ghosts of Boyfriends Past Group Therapy, where former uh, former guests of the show, like-minded people, they get on there, they, they, um, they have a chat, they pop in questions. It's a self-running little community there. Uh, uh, you can post anonymously if you've got a question you don't really yes, want. That's an important other people to, to know who you are and um, and I approve those behind the scenes so it's it's all very secretive yes. um, and yeah if you've got any cute little stories you want to send in send them in rate review subscribe keep sending us your stories because every bad date is a really good story <laughs> yes, that's right <laughs> even when we're on a budget we still deserve nice things Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There are known knowns, known unknowns, and unknown unknowns. But there are also unknown knowns. The ancient and esoteric order of the Jackalope is a secret society devoted to unearthing and sharing this forgotten knowledge. Each episode, we take one of these strange stories and share it with you. No topic is off limits, except for the obvious. Available wherever fine podcasts are sold.